Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself. Broaden your mind. Open your heart and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Welcome. It is wonderful to be back with you again this week, and I'm excited about the conversation that we're going to have today, especially because it is something that is so integral to my own life. Creativity and creating beauty are the two things that I think give me life on this planet. They are the uh, expressions of me that allow me to feel connected, expressive, in service, and always expanding. And many years ago, I actually had a woman say to me that uh, depression is a cry for creativity. And I know that right now in the world, things can seem a bit heavy. Uh, Everyone has felt the pressure of uh, staying more isolated or homebound or protective. And it can make the world feel like a darker heavier place. And sometimes the very thing we need at that time is a way to go inside and discover that inspiration and that creativity that can be expressed, not only to lighten up our own lives, but to lighten up the world around us. My guest today is Firdos Karas, and he is hailed as the modern equivalent to Dr. Seuss. Karas is a master global communicator and a humanitarian who has influenced hundreds of millions of people's lives for the better. Desmond Tutu calls his creative work, which has been viewed by more than a billion people worldwide, outstanding and powerful. A fellow of the Royal Society of Arts, he was named one of the world's 50 most talented social innovators and has received more than 112 awards, including the prestigious Peabody Award. Uh, He has a company uh, with the website chalkmoose.com that you can find out more about what he does. But for the past 25 years, Firdos used creativity to influence hundreds of millions of people and has become renowned for using animation for social change in mass communications called behavioral change communications. He used animated short films to get people to think in a different way and come to their own conclusions to change their behavior. Firdos' work focuses on creating innovative solutions to some of the world's toughest issues by affecting societal and individual behavioral change. He creates human-centered communications across many cultures and countries to better the human condition. And he has released a new book, and it is titled unlocking creativity and uh, it is the key to a remarkable life creativity the key to a remarkable life and so today we're going to talk about unlocking that creativity and learning how to endeavor upon your own personal journey of discovery through creativity welcome Firdos, to 1111 talk radio thank you it's a pleasure to be here simra Well, you certainly have done so much in your life. I looked at your website, I read through your book, and it is amazing the impact that you have had, particularly on social change. And I think right now, there's so many issues in the world that seem to be at the forefront and so many ways that people want to 
be able to do something and to get out there and be involved. And what I discovered with the things that I looked at on your website and through your work is it is this symbiotic relationship, almost an infinity of of going out and coming back in and going out and coming back in. And so it's almost as if you pull the outside close to you and from that something burst that then could come back out. Talk a little bit about the creative process for you and how it feeds you or how you feed the world with it. Well, it's a difficult process uh, to explain, but let me start by saying what is creativity? To me, creativity is the ability to think differently by a mental process of original thoughts that leads to the creation of new ideas. So it is simply a mental thought process. It's a transformational thought process that you are a creative thinker. All of us are creative thinkers already. I believe that many people think that you're either creative or you're not, and that's not accurate. I think creativity is not something that you're simply born with and that you're lucky because you have a talent for painting or writing or composing music or designing. That is actually artistry. That's not creative thinking. Creative thinking is a mental process that we all go through. And if you think about it, you can just think about your own childhood. You probably were a very creative person in your childhood and you go through life then becoming a less creative person. When we are children, we play, we laugh, we use our imaginations, we paint, we sing, and so on. And then we go through a school that quite often sucks the creative thinking out of us. And then we become adults and we go into the workplace and we are very afraid of being wrong. We're afraid of failure. And so we become an even less creative thinker as we go through life. And my feeling is that we're all creative people and that's the process that I go through in creating my work. We simply have to open our minds to think more creatively, to open our minds to newness and to accept others having new ideas and coming up with new ideas ourselves. So uh, when I get an assignment and I've done some very difficult issues, as you mentioned in your introduction, I dealt a lot with sexual violence and rape. I am currently just finished a video on how to interact with the police in the United States. I'm, of course, dealing a lot with COVID-19. Uh, I've been dealing with not just how to prevent COVID-19 and how what to do if you get infected, but even dealing with the stigma uh, of, uh, COVID, of dealing with COVID-19 felt by healthcare workers. And I worked in some of the most difficult places around the planet. My work has been seen in 198 countries around the world, pretty much every country on the planet. So uh, how do you apply creativity? How do I apply creativity? It's, it's not something I do just in my work. I am actually a creative thinker. So I've opened up my mind to thinking creatively and that is something that everybody can do, no matter what your profession is. You can use it in your work and you can use it in your personal life. 
I want to go back to something that you said, and it had to do with how we as children, uh, we kind of get it conditioned out of us and we become uh, more in the box thinkers rather than out of the box thinkers. As our minds and our perspectives become atrophied against creativity, do you have any suggestions or thoughts as to how to rework and rebuild uh, those muscles or that neurogenesis uh, in our brain to be able to once again see from the place of possibility to take a gray world and once again make it colorful. Absolutely. And that's uh, exactly what my whole book is about from start to finish. Uh, that's the synthesis of my book is to get people to uh, think more creatively you know, we eat three times a day to nourish our bodies. We don't do as much to take care of our minds. And opening up a person's mind, your mind, to creativity, using your imagination will expand your horizons and you'll see opportunities and, uh, and options that you've never thought of before. You will embrace, indeed, a new way of thinking. Uh, and that new way of thinking is, is what is critical. So I go through in the book, I explain what creativity is, what, how you understand creativity, how you can apply creativity, what creativity is not, because there are lots of myths uh, and misunderstandings of what creativity is, how you can problem solve with creativity. I think that's the best application of creativity. Uh, how you may become a more creative person, why you need to become a more creative person, and I mentioned eight conditions uh, that you need in order to embrace creativity. And I can go through those if you're interested. So basically, the whole book is exactly uh, based uh, on answering your question. And so if we were to look at the eight conditions that would allow an individual to 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 move back into their creativity or to expand the level of creativity that they already have. Can you yeah. move through those for us, Firdos? Okay, certainly. So the first thing that you need is you need a creative creativity enabling environment. In a, in, if you work in a company or an organization or a government agency or something, they would have a term for it usually called an organizational culture. And basically, in your personal or your professional life, you need the ability, the environment around you that allows you to be a creative thinker. Uh, that can be a, in a literal sense, and that can be in a metaphorical sense. So, for example, if you come to my house, you will notice that uh, there's a lot of very colorful furniture. I have, I have a lot of whimsical furniture, it looks like. It could have come out of an Alice in Wonderland book. So my partner, whoever I'm living with, has to allow me to express my creativity. So if you have an environment, you go to work, and somebody says to you, you know, we're not going to do that. We're not going to try that. Or uh, that's been done before. Or, you know, we know what the answer to that question is. Well, that's not a creativity-enabling environment. Uh, and you're not going to get anywhere. Secondly, you need a focus on innovation. And I can give you umpteen examples of companies and organizations and individuals who have failed 
because they didn't have a focus on innovation. And one of the best examples I give is uh, mobile phone and the way a mobile phone has gone through various different scales and iterations since the beginning of the mobile phone industry. The first mobile phone company was actually Motorola who uh, had a lock on the market and then of course after that Apple, Samsung and others came along and took over the market from them. But they have the first creative idea of a mobile phone. They just didn't continuously apply their creative thinking and they lost the market. The third thing is you need creative freedom. You need to be able to have a free flow of ideas. Uh, you won't be able to express your creativity uh, if you don't have creative freedom. If somebody laughs at you, if somebody says, uh, that's a stupid idea, if somebody says to you, well, uh, we, we know how this is going to turn out, those are thought processes that stifle creative thinking and uh, you should get out of that kind of uh, place. Next, you need uh, to be treated with respect. And here, you need to be able to say things. You need to be able to try out your creative thinking without the other person or the company or whatever judging you. And I, said, I say in my book that failure, the ability to fail, is a big part of creative thinking. You must have the ability to fail, to be wrong, uh, to try out something and have it not succeed. And when that happens, it is creativity that will allow you to get up again and try something else and try something new. But while that failure is happening, it's important that it doesn't matter whether it's your spouse uh, or your children or whether it's your boss in your, in your company. You must be treated with respect and not be put down simply because you tried out your creative thinking and whatever you came up with didn't actually work out. Next, you must have multiple roles. Every CEO of every leader of organizations that I know of have multiple roles and they all uh, apply creative thinking. So a CEO has to be a leader, he has to be a marketer, he has to know his uh, production facilities, he must know his supply chain. I mean, there are many different ways a leader emerges uh, and uh, and leads, and that leader is applying a great deal of creative thinking. You need supportive relationships. So what that means is thinking creatively, creatively is a solitary pursuit. It's something that we do in our own mind, but it does not mean that you can do anything with your creative thinking by yourself. So it doesn't matter whether in your personal life or your professional life, you need to have support uh, in order to be a creative thinker. You need money and tools. Uh, every creative thinker needs money and tools to implement their ideas. So it doesn't matter um, you know, how, uh, how good your thought process is, if you don't have the ability to do something with it, uh, it's not going to result in anything. And I, 
best example, I mean, there are many, many examples one can think of, but if you thought the Wright brothers who had the concept of making a machine that can fly, well, if they didn't have the money and tools to actually make the aircraft, we wouldn't know their name today because you can have the greatest ideas in the world, but if you don't have money and tools to actually implement them, uh, there's not much you can do with your creative thinking. And finally, I think that you need one characteristic above all else, and that characteristic is passion. You need passion for whatever you do to implement, to come up with new ideas, creative ideas, and to implement your creative thinking. Uh, passion is an overarching uh, human characteristic that you need to be a creative thinker. And that is one word that I was thinking the entire time you were talking. It certainly is evident from how you express and the work that you do, Firdos, that passion is one of the deep foundational pieces that you live from. You are a creative human being. You just need to orient your mind toward creativity and open it up to think creatively. You must orient your thinking to newness, to come up with your own new ideas and be receptive to new ideas that others come up with. We eat three times a day to nourish our bodies. We don't do as much to take care of our minds. Opening up your mind to creativity, using your imagination, expanding your horizons, Seeing opportunities and options and embracing a new way of thinking are like eating. They feed your mind. This is from Firdos Karas's book, Creativity, the Key to a Remarkable Life. I'd highly recommend you pick up a copy of this. You can go to his website, chalkmoose.com. That's C-H-O-C, moose, as in the animal, dot com, chalkmoose.com. Again, uh, you will find a lot of his amazing creativity on that site and all of the different things that he has going on. In November, he is hosting two free webinars, so definitely check out the website for the details on that as well. We'll be right back after these messages with more Firdos Karaz and creativity. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more, more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, greater fulfillment and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart 
deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Before we get back to Pierdos Cross and speaking on creativity, I wanted to mention that the latest issue of 1111 Magazine is now out. It is free and it is available on the website at 1111mag.com. There are six wonderful individuals that are expressing their wisdom on energetic expansion this month. And we are at a time where we can energetically expand, we can allow uh, all that we have in terms of wisdom, light, energy, and our own humanity to go out into the world in very powerful ways. So I invite you to be inspired and uplifted, to have your mind and your heart fed through the pages of 1111 Magazine. In addition, there are multiple beautiful new online courses that are available on the website, and you can access all of the archive shows for 1111 Talk Radio. The information and the guests that I have are always timeless, and they will always enrich you exactly where you need to be. My guest today is Firdos Karas, and he certainly understands what it means to be a creative, in addition to what it means to be passionate about your purpose. He has written a book called Creativity, and this book is designed to promote thought because creativity is a personal journey of discovery, and it is a transformational thought process. He goes through many pieces and parts of creativity as to what it is and what it is not, in addition to all the different steps that you can achieve to get there. You can find out more about him and all of the work he has done at his website, chalkmoose.com. That's C-H-O-C-M-O-O-S-E.com. You can also find that in his bio description on the show page. Uh, you can access some webinars he has coming up in November that are free that also have to do with creativity and other things. So definitely uh, sign up for his newsletter and stay following uh, with his work so that you can be supported in your own creativity. In the last segment, he talked about what you need to embrace that creativity, a creativity-enabling environment, a focus on innovation. You need creative freedom, treated with respect, allow yourself to assume multiple roles and have supportive relationships have the money and tools, and most of all, have passion. Welcome back, Firdos. As we dive further into creativity, you write in the book that creativity breeds self-awareness. Talk a little bit about how we grow, personally grow, and how we can become more self-reflective and breed that self-awareness through aspects of creativity. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be back with you. 
Um, there are many different ways that we all express our creativity, but sometimes we walk past it. We don't see it. And what I'm trying to do is get people to open up their mind. Now, you're probably sitting on a chair. Some of your uh, listeners might be driving a car while they're listening to this. Well, whoever designed that chair that you're sitting on, whoever designed the car that you're driving in, they were expressing their creative thinking. They were using their creative mind to come up with that chair or to, come, or to design the car that you're driving in. And believe me, uh, things like cars involve a great deal of creative thinking because obviously you can think about various looks that cars have, various aspects of cars, and that's a good example of people coming together to pull their creative thinking to come up with a product that people want to uh, buy and use. What I do is I try to tell people to open up their mind to look creatively uh, at everything that's around you. And I give example after example of how one can do this. I don't know if you've ever worn two different socks, but creative thinking is also embracing wild ideas. So once in a while, if you want to think creatively, do something different. Do something you've never done before. You know, wear two different socks one day and maybe somebody else will notice and maybe somebody will come to you and say, okay, you know, why are you wearing two different socks? And you'll say, well, it's to express my creative thinking and to get me thinking creatively. Next time you take a photograph, if you're going to take a photograph somewhere, or let's say you're going to take a photograph of your spouse or your partner, you're going to put them, you're going to make them stand there uh, you know, next to the background that you would normally use, uh, want, and you will take a normal photograph that you will normally take. Okay, uh, think creatively about it. Zoom in to their eyes and their nose only and try and take that. Think about giving them some funny object, like maybe going and getting a fly swatter or even a toilet brush and telling them to hold it and uh, and take the photograph with them holding the toilet brush. Now, some of them might look at it quite funnily. Some of them might have fun with it. Some of them might think, wow, this is great. This is neat. This is something that I've never done before. I've never had my photograph taken uh, with a toilet brush in my hand or a fly swatter in my hand. So that's a, it's a silly little example of opening up your mind to think creatively. The world's not going to change because you took a photograph of your spouse uh, with a toilet brush or a fly swatter in her hand or his hand. But when you then think creatively, you can then apply that to all kinds of different way in, in your personal and your professional life. There's so many applications of creative thinking once you open up your mind. So it can be as small as the way you find your keys the next time you lose them or your glasses when you lose them to something important at work where you can come up with a new process or a new way of doing things uh, that will make a big difference uh, to your work environment and to your own professional life. You'll also find that when you think creatively, you'll be able to think creatively in multiple ways 
and with multiple applications. And I use famous examples like Marie Curie, for example, won two Nobel Prizes. John Nash also won two Nobel Prizes in economic science and the equivalent of a Nobel Prize in mathematics. The most creative person I can think of in history is Leonardo da Vinci. And Leonardo da Vinci was such a creative thinker that we know his name today. And he was incredible because he was an artist. He drew, he wrote, he was a, a anthropologist. He was a, he was an unbelievable creative thinker. So once you think creatively, it's not just that you will have one creative thought. It'll become a continuous creative process uh, and, and you will never kind of run out of creative thinking. The famous poet Maya Angelou said, you can't use up creativity. The more you use, the more you have. Mm. You know, I, I always love looking at different companies and, and innovation and how they unfold and continue to expand. And to me, that is a hallmark of the endless creativity that just kind of keeps feeding itself. And I particularly love companies that provide solutions and the clean products. And one company that I came across uh, is called Native, and they are a deodorant company. They do some beautiful packaging. They have some great uh, fragrances like coconut and cucumber and mint and lavender and rose. And even this fall, they have like a pumpkin spice. And I received notification that they now have a different type of packaging. They've gone from plastic to actually a paper type of, of packaging and really shifting how they do things so that they they support both their clientele, but it feels like they're being innovative, they're being creative, they're expanding not only what the needs of the company are, but the needs of their consumers by continuing to, to give them um, aluminum-free you know, products and things that help people smell good and all of those kinds of things. And I'm particularly mentioning Native because they're offering uh, a free, uh, a special offer for my 1111 Talk Radio listeners. Uh, and I have used the products and thoroughly enjoyed them. You can get 20% off your first order if you go to nativedeo.com slash 11 and spell out the word 11. That's nativedeo.com slash 11. And use the promo code 11 at checkout for 20% off your first order. It's risk-free. Every product comes with free shipping plus 30-day returns and exchanges, and that's why so many people love Native, including yours truly, your host. Um, but when I talk about a company like Native, Firdos, and how they are evolving their packaging and how they bring in different scents and how they are uh, looking at the environment at the same time and looking at their customer, it seems to me that creativity is this kind of unfolding wave that continues to happen. And I think a lot of people think that creativity is going to be more of that strike of lightning with one brilliant aha moment or idea. Can you talk about the distinction between that and whether that's a myth or uh, is it all-encompassing? Is it both things? It's uh, not a myth at all. Uh, creativity is not having a eureka moment one brilliant uh, flash. Uh, it is a transformational way of thinking that you open up your mind and you apply all the time, whether it's in your personal or your professional life. 
you use the word innovative. I think that uh, I should also make the distinction between creative thinking and innovation, because innovation is a result of creative thinking. You need creative thinking in order to innovate, uh, but innovation and creative thinking are not the same thing. Innovation can be, for example, a product. Creative thinking is not a product. And I use the example of uh, famous composers like Mozart. Mozart created a product that was basically just scratching some ink on a piece of paper. If you look at what Mozart's product was, it was simply a sheet of music. Uh, anybody who knows music can write a sheet of music, but it doesn't mean that anybody can compose like uh, Mozart because he was a superb creative thinker in that particular field, uh, and that's why we know his name and we listen to his music uh, today, a few hundred years after he composed it. So a product is not the same as creative thinking, no matter how innovative uh, the product might look. The point that you make, that this is a small company that is looking at this, their environment and coming up with innovations is actually exactly a great example of creative thinking, and I hope that they continue to do that. Huge problems, the world's biggest problems, depend on creative thinking in order to solve them. And I say in my book that nothing less then the future of the planet depends on creative thinking. And I think that the one good thing that has come out of COVID-19, if there is any good uh, that has happened in 2020, it is that it has shown us that we are, after all, one human family. That it doesn't matter what language you speak, it doesn't matter what religion you are, it doesn't matter what ethnicity you're from, there are issues and there are, uh, there are things that affect us as human beings right across this planet. Pollution, the environment, uh, climate change, these are all issues, for example, that affect us on a global basis. And I think that we need to come together collectively with our creative thinking in order, and that is the only way we're going to make progress on these kinds of very large issues. So the environment is affected not just by governments and by big industries, but we can all do our own little uh, part, apply creative thinking in trying to uh, do what little we can to help the environment along. Uh, and I think that your company, the company that you gave us an example, is a, is a very good example of that, where they're applying their creative thinking. Uh, that's, that's really... Just um, a moment. Okay, I found this oh, on the web. Sorry. <laughs> that's my uh, Siri has gone up for some reason. I'm so sorry. Well, uh, that brings us, just, that brings uh, us put, to the next point, off. which uh, is uh, humor. We have to have uh, humor. My, what is... <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, that's creative thinking, too. Apple is <laughs> a great example of a company, by the way, that applies creative thinking. It's now the world's largest company by market capital. And, uh, and Apple, I think, is a, is a great example. It was founded by two guys in a garage. And how did it become the world's largest company by market capital? It, it 
kept on applying creative thinking. It keeps on innovating. It keeps on coming up with new products that people want. And it's important to understand that Steve Jobs was not a, a big fan of asking people what they wanted. It goes back to uh, Henry Ford. Henry Ford famously said that if I had asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. And that's really uh, the difference in creative thinking. When you apply your creative thinking, it's all about newness. It's coming up with original and new thoughts and new ideas. And if you don't do that, you will not succeed. You will simply not succeed. You will not have the best life you possibly can. And that doesn't matter whether we're talking about your professional life or your personal life. It doesn't mean that you have to solve the world's problems. It doesn't mean you have to become famous. It doesn't mean you have to, you have to uh, change uh, everything. It doesn't mean you have to get rid of all your habits. It simply means that you come up with some new ideas. And if you come up with one new idea that outlasts you, that means you have achieved immortality. Uh, if something stays after you're gone, that's achieving immortality. And that's what you can do with creative thinking. It's not that difficult to come up with just one idea, one process, one concept, one thought that nobody else has uh, thought of. And that is achieving immortality for you. When you talk about Henry Ford and when you talk about Steve Jobs or people that are coming up with an idea, uh, it can often be a very solitary type of lifestyle and experience because you do want to stay true to the creative impulse inside and not have it be diminished by the limited thinking of those outside that can't quite hold the energy of that creativity in that moment. When we come back from this commercial break, I'd like for you to talk about uh, the solitary side of creativity and how that expands. My guest today is Firdos Karas, and he is hailed as the modern equivalent of Dr. Seuss. He's a master global communicator and humanitarian who has influenced hundreds of millions of people's lives for the better. You can find out about all of his work at chalkmoose.com. He was named one of the world's 50 most talented social innovators and has received more than 112 awards, including the prestigious Peabody Award. We'll be right back to hear more wisdom from Firdos Karas right after these messages. want more more joy more abundance more power and presence how would it feel to have more loving relationships more empowered community greater fulfillment and life purpose the 1111 mastermind community inspires empowers guides and supports transformation shift your mind expand your heart deepen insights let go and chart a new course dream a new dream the 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 Gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. 
Bluenile.com. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Daydreaming is a critical component of creative thinking because daydreaming is a thought process that takes you away from what is demanding your attention. It can lead to highly creative ideas and problem solving since you have an open mind that is not connected to stimuli happening in front of you. So the next time you're bored, no matter what the setting, let your mind wander. Be a daydreamer. This is from Firdos Karas's book, Creativity, The Key to a Remarkable Life. You can find out more about him, his book, uh, and some upcoming webinars in November if you go to his website, chalkmoose.com. That is listed in the bio description on the show page as well. Firdos, when we left the last segment, we were talking, and I brought up the idea based on your conversation, that uh, creativity can often be a very solitary pursuit. Uh, I know that in the book you mentioned Charles Schultz in his writing of the cartoon strip and how he spent so much time alone to be able to create that. Can you talk about the solitary side of creativity? Creativity is, creative thinking is a uh, solitary pursuit. There's no doubt about it in my mind. And I, I will contrast that uh, later on with some others that think differently. But let's start with Charles Schultz. You know that Charles Schultz is a hero of mine, and he created the Peanuts characters. He drew every single one of his uh, cartoon strips by himself. He had no assistance, and he made sure that when he passed away, nobody else would be drawing Peanuts. Uh, And I think that Charles Schultz is a great example of a great creative thinker. He also had a lot of habits. So it's when you're a creative thinker, it doesn't mean that you have to be uh, a creative thinker in everything you do. Everything doesn't have to be unusual. Everything doesn't have to be different. Charles Schultz, for example, apparently ate at his uh, his own cafe, which is, uh, I've been there, it's uh, 
next to a ice skating rink that he had created in California. And he ate there every lunch at the same table, and he ate pretty much the same food every day, a simple sandwich uh, for lunch every single day. So he was a creature of habit, but yet in his imagination, he applied creative thinking. And the result, the product, was this fabulous series of cartoon strips. And I think that Charles Schultz did a great deal for the work in the field that I work in, which is animation, because unlike Disney, uh, Walt Disney, who uh, was probably the biggest pioneer of animation, Walt Disney created Mickey Mouse and so on, but they didn't have distinct characters, uh, characteristics. You didn't know what their personality was as much as you do Charlie Brown or Lucy or Snoopy or any of the other characters in the Peanuts characters. So I think that, that Charles Schultz did a huge amount uh, for uh, creative thinking in the field of animation. Now, creativity is not a group process, and people misunderstand that. Companies nowadays put people into a room, and their employees into a room, and they say, okay, come up with some creative thinking, come up with some new innovation, and they put their all, you know, 10 people or whatever number of people together into a room. That's actually, in my opinion, the worst way to come up with creative thinking because creative thinking is not the same as brainstorming. Brainstorming produces fewer and poor quality ideas from the same number of individuals than if those same number of individuals were working alone. And that has been proven over and over again by scientific studies. So the observation that I have is that creative ideas come out of individuals. Now, it doesn't mean that groups don't have a role to play in creative thinking because their role is to take an individual's creative idea and then implement it or improve on it or create the product that comes, the innovation that comes out of it, whatever. But that is after the process of creative thinking. And I think that companies quite often don't understand that before innovation, you have to have creative thinking. Uh, and, and therefore, they don't always uh, succeed. And as I said, for me, the most famous person in history and creative thinking is Leonardo da Vinci. Now, can you think that if Leonardo da Vinci had put out his ideas, for example, he actually thought of and drew the first helicopter. Now, his helicopter couldn't work because it didn't involve a machine. Uh, it involved four individuals running around trying to get the helicopter to fly, which obviously could never have happened. But the fact that he actually envisioned a helicopter uh, and drew it, uh, and it's pretty accurate, uh, it, it's just that you need a machine instead of individuals to, to move the rotors, uh, that... Uh, we know Leonardo da Vinci's name some 500 years after he came up with that idea. Now, think about it. If Leonardo da Vinci had put his idea out into a group of a helicopter 500 years ago, everybody would have laughed at him. Everybody would have said, no, <laughs> you can't do that. They would have killed the creativity in da Vinci, number one. And number two, we wouldn't know his name today, uh, some 500 years later, 
because we might know the group's name if there was such a thing as a group. So groups don't come up with creative ideas. Individuals come up with creative ideas. Creativity is not uh, a group idea, a group activity, because you can have something called group think in a group. And a group think is often when you have the lowest common denominator coming out of a group. And that's because everybody in the group has their own set of ideas. And then one person emerges, if it's not already designated as a leader, but one person emerges as a leader. They stifle the other person's creative thinking. Uh, and it, the most creative ideas are when you can try out things that don't necessarily make sense, that don't necessarily you know, lend themselves immediately to the thought that, okay, that may or may not be able to be done. If uh, Da Vinci had said to a group, I have this idea of a helicopter with two rotors on top of it, to, and this machine is going to fly uh, 500 years ago, then everybody would have immediately stifled that idea uh, uh, during that time because in a group, because group think is the absence of independence. It's the absence of a person, of an individual, being able to express their own individual creative ideas. And I think that that is what companies do nowadays, and it, it's wrong. It's just a wrong approach. If you want to innovate in a company, you want to have innovations coming out of a company, allow your individuals to come up with their own creative ideas. Once they've come up with their own creative ideas, then use groups to implement it or make it better or to actually create the product or whatever uh, uh, to put into place the process that the person has come up with. I want to bridge that thought with something that you said earlier, Firdos, and, and that was that creativity is not a product. And we live in a world where it is tends to be about the bottom line. It tends to be about logical thinking or staying safe or being practical. And creativity appears to be this this wild animal of curiosity and chaos that wants to explode into many ideas as opposed to just the next logical one that can make the, the, the bottom line that is needing to be achieved. So as people move into this space of particularly now when they've been kind of home and people are rethinking their work or rethinking how they're living their lives and they want to move into a space of creativity and do something that's not logical and do something that uh, may seem a little bit wild or a little bit risky. Can you talk a little bit about how to move beyond the fear of standing out in that way and taking the risk despite the, uh, what we've been taught when it comes to money and safety? Sure. The first thing is embrace the idea that you are a creative thinker. We have all applied our creative thinking. Uh, I don't know if you have a pet. Do you have a pet? Yes, a dog. And what's the pet's name? Trinity. There you go, Trinity. That's a creative name. So you applied your creative thinking when coming up with your pet's name. Uh, 
everybody has applied numerous times their creative thinking. So the first thing is embrace the fact that you are a creative thinker. The extent to which you are a creative thinker will differ from person to person, but embrace the fact that uh, at the core you are already a creative thinker and that you already apply it. You have to understand what creativity is and then you have to apply it. So creativity is not unlimited talent. You can't like suddenly become a Picasso uh, just because you you think creatively, I can't draw like Picasso, nobody other than Picasso can draw like Picasso. So that's not what it is. But what creativity is when you apply creativity is understanding that, okay, I have limits on my creative thinking. And that creativity has to be applied within a context. And that context is today. I can't tell you, for example, right now, no matter how creative a thinker I am, what my son and daughter, who are just uh, in their 20s, are going to be communicating with, what kind of device they might be communicating with when they're my age, you know, 30 or 40 years later. I don't know. I can't answer that question. I don't know. Creative thinking doesn't mean that you can foretell the future. It is a context, and the context is the now, the here. This is what we can do with our creative thinking right now, uh, and this is the context that we live in is 2020. I do think that COVID-19 has forced us to rethink everything. And you're right about that. We live in an unusual year. And that unusual year does have this silver lining of having us, all of us, rethink the way we work, the way we we socialize, the way we interact with each other. Uh, some of us are working out of our homes for the first time. Some of us are, have children at home all the time. We said not going to school. Uh, everything we've had to rethink everything uh, in this uh, in this year. It's a very unusual year, but I think that's a silver lining uh, of COVID nineteen. I think that the fact that we've had to rethink everything means that we all have to become creative thinkers. Every company that does not have their products online, for example, uh, is going to die uh, because I don't know if we'll ever go back to that extent of going into stores and so on that we used to do. And that if you don't have an online presence, if you don't have a digital presence, you're going to die in the long run. I also think that if you are working in a a company and you have a job that's uh, repetitive, that you're you're always doing the same thing. You know, you're working on some line or you're, you're creating some product that you keep doing over and over and over again and that there's no creative thinking applied to what you're doing, that that's what you do every single day and you go to work, that company is going to die and your job is going to disappear because uh, humans are, are creative human beings. We, we're not used to, we're not programmed to do things repetitively over and over and over again. And I think that the way we are going with automation and with AI, artificial intelligence, and other ways that we are moving forward, uh, that anybody who works in a repetitive job is going to be toast. You're going to be out of a job uh, fairly soon if you're not already out of a job. 
because that job does not apply creative thinking. So I think that COVID-19 and 2020 is a watershed year for us for many reasons. Some people, as you said in your introduction, are depressed about it. I, on the other hand, am exhilarated about it. I wish it hadn't happened, but now that it's happened, I think it's a great opportunity for us to think creatively and to come up with new processes, new ways, new interactions, uh, and, and just recreate the world in a better way. Thank you so much, Firdos Karas, for being on 1111 Talk Radio and bringing your infinite wisdom about creativity to us. Creativity breeds self-awareness. It will help you hear, see, and think differently. It is a conscious choice. will allow you to tap into your humor, your curiosity, and your wildness. So look for what grabs you engender your possibilities, and begin daydreaming. Find out more about Firdos Karas at chalkmoose.com. Definitely pick up his book, Creativity, The Key to a Remarkable Life, and register for his webinars and his newsletter by going to his website. Next week, my guest will be Kim Stanwood, Terranova, and we are going to be talking about intention. So I hope you'll join me as we move forward with greater intention. Until next week, I am Simran, in love, of love, with love, and as love. Be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simron next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.